Hi friends, my name is Diana Paquet and I am the host of The Diana Show. I am an adoptive step biological and dog mom of five, six if you include the dog. I'm married to the love of my life, Thomas, and together we're shepherding a four-year-old girl, three teenage girls, and a 19-year-old boy. It is a wild ride. Lots of eye-rolling, door-slamming, long conversations late at night, but you know what? Also lots of laughter and tons of joy. I really reached this place where I just want to chase some fun and learn new things and explore. And I'm just so curious. I just started roller skating again. What's up with that? I'm surrounded by real friends and I'm just in this good place. But even so, I still struggle with insecurity, worthiness, imposter syndrome, shame, and sometimes fear. So through my podcast, I'm chasing down stories of vulnerability, honesty, and tips and tricks on becoming a better version of a human. And I thank you for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you if you ever want to connect. You can always find me at ms.dianapiquet on Instagram or email me at dianapiquet1 at gmail. And with that, on with the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's me, Diana Piquet, on The Diana Show. And today I wanted to talk to you about comparison and the effects both negatively and positive, positively on our lives as we compare our situations, lives, kids, weight loss, fitness journey, finances, homes, marriages, etc. to other people. Oh, there's lots of ways to view comparison and it has come up many, many times in my life. Um, and I was going back over my journal from the last six months uh, because I just switched to a new journal. Um, and I was had this certain entry that popped up that was like, wow, I was really in a deep comparison phase. And I remember I was comparison at the time was like making me worry. It was making me jealous. It was making me feel less than. And to look back on that now from it was like last February, I'll tell you the situation. I was out with a group of girlfriends and, you know, one was talking about how her son is enjoying this college. And the other one was talking about how her son is enjoying that college. And the other one is talking about how her daughter's getting ready to graduate from that college. And the, you know, the plans that empty nesters make based around what they think that their adult children are going to do. Like, oh, I think that this daughter's going to stay in Texas, so we're thinking of moving out there, etc. Like that kind of stuff. Now, first of all, uh, it's hard to compare apples to apples because um, I have a 20-year-old and then I have three girls in high school and then I have a, you know, a five-year-old who's going to start kindergarten this, this fall. Um... So, so sometimes I compare and I'm like, oh, my friends are all doing, you know, the empty nest thing. Their finances are different than mine just because ours are stretched, you know, amongst seven people where most people either have one kid or two kids. Um, it's we're in a different situation, but I still get caught in that comparison thing and I still make myself feel worried or feel less than. Not that my friends are making me do that. It's just something that I naturally do as a human being. It's something that I get caught up in. And it was interesting to go back and look at that journal entry where I was saying, you know, I really thought this kid was going to be doing that. And when I'm comparing that to, you know, what's going on, you know, that's not what's happening. And I'm so worried and I'm so this and I'm so that, right? So basically I was talking about my 20-year-old who chose to move to Florida and move in with his dad and... um 
thought he was going to be like maybe opening an, opening a restaurant with his dad and it, it hasn't worked out that way. So he's been working in a grocery store and I was worrying, you know, writing it out, which is a good thing, like journaling and worrying and writing stuff out and, and like getting that all out on paper is a good thing. But going back and remembering that lunch with my girlfriends and getting into that comparison game is one of those things when I reflect back on, back on it, I am so caught up in looking at it in this one view. Like, okay, my kid's working in a grocery store. Their kids are getting ready to graduate from college. But now my, you know, my son has been visiting. He's been here a month and um, he's got lots of plans for his future and he's talking about different things. Now, when I look at it through a different lens, which is that he's lived in a different state, which lots of kids never get the chance to do. He has been able to spend time with his um, grandmother on his father's side, his father and his cousins and aunts and uncles, which lots of kids never get the chance to do. Um, when I compare that and, you know, now he's talking about going back to school and he's gotten some perspective and he's learned some lessons and all that kind of stuff. I realize maybe it's not necessarily such a bad thing. Um, because I remember when I was in college, I went away to college and there were lots of benefits from it. Like, you know, a little learning and then a little like street smart learning and a little bit of like learning about friendship and people and all that kind of stuff. But there were also some downsides to it. It was a really dark time for me. I was very lost. Um, I was hanging out in some toxic situations and dating some toxic people and doing some toxic things. It was not an easy time in my life. The mom, I think it's so easy to get into a place where we're worried or we're like, oh, I want this, you know, I want this kid to be keeping up with these kids or, um, you know, my child's path looks so different than somebody else's path. But it is so important for us to remember that each child is an individual and each life is individual. And we all have our own, um, you know, we all have our own route that we're taking. And it's important to be able to guide and, of course, tune in and use other people's uh, milestones as sort of like a compass. And, and, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with like looking at two situations and maybe taking some inspiration from what a, another child is doing. But it's important also to keep in mind that like every kid's different and every kid has a different journey. Um, I know I would have been much, much better off not going to a four-year. Um, I did and I ended up dropping out. It made me feel really shameful for years and years and years. I felt like I was a disappointment. Um, but I was really destined to go to beauty school and um, probably would have done really well just doing that right out of high school. But I just... I hadn't even really thought of that or had the direction to do that. So I was finding my way. And I think that my kids are finding their way as well. I think another area that um, I used to compare myself heavily to was other people's marriages. And um, when I would compare what I was going through in my first marriage to, uh, I'll use my sister-in-law for an example. She's a very super, super sweet lady, um, had a marriage that was very based in love and kindness and laughter and supporting each other and just being good to each other. And I felt for many, many years, because they were one of the central couples that we would hang out with, like, you know, why, why can't we be more like that? And I think in some ways, um, while it was painful to watch sometimes, it was also good to notice, like, that's something that I really want. Like, and I've talked about that in other podcast episodes, um, 
how your jealousy or that thing that you want can be a really good compass for you. It can be a great um, data collection tool where you're like, huh, like I really see the way that those two are together and I really, really want that. And of course, it took me years of like going to therapy and asking for it and learning about myself and all those things to finally realize that I was not going to receive that out of that relationship and that I was going to have to move on from that relationship as painful as that was in order to pursue that Eventually I did that and, you know, sometimes if you talk to Thomas, who's my husband now, um, sometimes we kind of like marvel at our relationship because had he not gone through what he went through in his first 17-year relationship with Erilyn's mom and had I not gone what through what I went through, which were actually very, very similar journeys, similar hardships, um, very similar things went on in both of our relationships, we relate to each other. Like we are so bonded to each other because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I see you. I totally went through that. Like he went through really scary, dark times and I went through really scary, dark times. And because of that hardship, we have that and we can hold space for each other. We can comfort each other. We understand what it's like. And that's one of the reasons that we value each other. So so, so very much. So bringing it back to comparison, I feel like I have caught myself over the years, many, many different times, comparing myself to friends' health journeys, um, comparing myself to friends, everything, you know, like you see other people and it's like, wow, she's really got that going on. I want, I want that. But I think what has served me over the years is getting out of the place of just feeling sorry for myself and or feeling jealous or feeling angry and asking, is this something that I want badly enough to pursue? Um, For instance, I've got a friend, um, Susan. Oh my gosh, best bod, okay? She posts every day about um, her workouts and she's super positive and she's just always working on her fitness and she is just an adorable little figure. Do I compare myself to her? Kind of not really. Um, honestly, because I don't care enough to work out every single day with weights. It's just not like I like to walk for mental health. I'm just a different person. I like to walk for mental health. I like to roller skate. I like to chase joy. I like to podcast. And I know myself well enough. I just don't care to go turn my garage into a gym. And like, it's not my thing. It's her thing. I admire it in her. But I don't really feel like I want that bad enough to work for that. Okay. I did want the marriage. I wanted, you know, those friends that I had that had that like loving best friend style, super supportive like 90% good days style of marriage. I wanted that. And so I worked my ass off and I sacrificed a lot. I sacrificed a lot financially. I sacrificed a lot of peace of mind for myself and for my children um, to make a gigantic change and make that sacrifice because that was something that I really wanted. So getting to a place where you're like, oh, I admire that about her. I, you know, I admire her X, Y, Z, but not enough to really like make those changes. So I think in a lot of ways, if we can take comparison and put it in two different categories, there's comparison where 
you are taking it to a toxic level. You are working in a salon when, when you are 40 with a bunch of 25 year olds and you're feeling bad about the fact that your butt's too saggy and you're old and this, that, and the other thing. Very toxic, very not necessary and kind of silly to compare yourself your station in life, etc., to somebody who's 15 years younger and in a totally different place than you are. Um, or you can take comparison and note, huh, every time I get together with this couple and I see how incredibly loving and caring and giving and funny and just how they fill each other up, I'm noting that. And I'm putting that in the back of my mind and I'm realizing that that's something I totally crave and want and I, it just... I have this one short, precious life, and that's a thing that's important to me. You know, clearly we can't all have everything. We can't have everything. Um, And some people I know, we look at them and we're like, oh, they've got perfect kids. They've got a perfect husband. They've got a perfect career. Not true. It's not true. I've never met anybody that isn't struggling in some area. Um, I have friends who have huge careers in the medical industry, and it's hard. It's a hard job. Um, it's long hours. They miss out on a lot of stuff with their kids and their, you know, their family. I have other friends who own salons and have talked about how hard it is, and I remember that. It's like really, really hard. I have friends who stay at home, and it, that's really hard. So the next time you find yourself in a situation where you're comparing your life to somebody else's, do this for me. <laughs> Ask yourself, is it, are you comparing yourself to somebody else because you want that, that, that thing that they have? You wish your life was more like that? If that's the case, journal about it. Send yourself a text about it. Make a note about it. And see if, you know, a week out on your calendar, when you put it on your calendar, hey, do I still really want to start working out with weights and have like the super finest body ever? Is that a really big deal to me? If it's a theme that keeps coming up, then you know that it's a goal that you want to chase. If it's something that you just admire, but you don't really want to put the work in to do it, just know that you're normal. To compare yourself is normal and it's okay. If you are comparing yourself and you're realizing Oh my gosh, that is something I really, really want. You know, I compared myself a lot of times to clients who had adopted, who had adopted. I always wanted to adopt and I couldn't figure out how to do it and I couldn't figure out how to finance it. And I couldn't, I was so overwhelmed with even figuring out how to like take that first step. And finally, after that theme kept coming up year after year after year, when the opportunity presented itself, I took that first step, which was basically going to Orange County Foster to Adopt and start signed up to start taking their classes. And I went through their classes and learned about it. And that led to the next thing, which led to the next thing. And then now, like, I'm an adoptive parent. And I'm stoked. I, I'm so happy that in my lifetime, I have accomplished with my husband adopting this kid and changing the trajectory of her life. And she has changed the trajectory of our life. I'm so glad that I'm not comparing myself to another adoptive or foster parent and saying, oh, I wish I would have done that. I have no regrets in that area about it. So just determine if like when you're comparing or making yourself feel bad or whatever it is, is it something that you want to take and turn that into inspiration and a goal you want to chase? Or is it something you just want to be like, oh, that's so nice that she has that gigantic house. Uh, But I don't want to make the payments on that. I went to a woman's house the other day that was monstrosity it was beautiful it was so cool 
so well decorated. Like clearly this family has a lot of money. And I sat down with her and we were talking and she's like, oh, you know, I just would love to retire. You know, we it takes a double income and we both have been working our asses off since we were in our 20s. And we're just tired. And it's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to sacrifice other areas in your life to make these gigantic things happen. And it's hard. So I hope this helps somebody that catches themselves in the comparison game realize that, you know, there is probably for every person that you compare yourself to, there's probably somebody that watches your life and wishes their life was a little bit more like yours. I see friends all the time who are doing the empty nest thing, starting to travel, have looser finances. But also those friends often say to me, oh, I miss that cuddly stage. I wish I had a five-year-old. I, You know, and I mean, life is life and life turned out the way that it did for I made choices, they made choices. But the, you can admire somebody else's life and feel happy for them or even have that tingle of like that little pang of jealousy inside yourself and not have to feel bad about it because it's just a normal human emotion. Thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.